Welcome to the Kupinger Kohl Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinwart. I'm the director of the practice I am here at Kupinger Kohl Analysts. My guest today is Martin Kupinger. He is one of the founders and the principal analyst here at Kupinger Kohl Analysts. Hi, Martin. Good to see you. Matthias, pleasure to be here again for this podcast. Great to have you. And this time we are covering a topic which is getting more and more important, but I don't think that this is something that everybody already has on their radar when it comes to talking about current topics. And one of the current topics, of course, is machine learning, is AI, is JetGPT, is generative AI. And this is getting more and more traction in, in traditional business processes. So there is more and more AI in there. So how has the role of AI in business processes changed? And Why is there a need for adding an identity layer to AIs in business processes? And this is our topic for today. Yeah, I think there are two, two huge topics because the first part of your question is, um, how is AI impacting business processes? That for itself probably would be a topic for a series of 10 podcasts or so. Um, and then you bring up the question about the role of identity in there. And so, so ba basically, when we look at business processes, we, we learn more and more that there's a very significant potential of using AI-backed technologies and, and AI for augmenting users that can be in, in retrieving information, providing information, like when you look at all these co-pilot types of applications, but it's also sometimes built in more into when you look at some of their RPA, so robotic process automation style of things. So another area is um, when you look at all this, so to speak, metaverse type of applications with uh, augmented reality where where you use a uh, VR um, glasses and and or Google's and then then the, the workers see something around what they are currently doing. Also, this is AI and it's in the business process. So we see we have a, a huge range of applications where AI is really already there. And then then we have this question about identity and and I, I like to to call it AI identity. So this intersection between AI and identity, uh, for me, it's it's a bit probably best phrased AI identity, and the, this is a, a a huge topic for itself, because I think the first question we, we need to ask ourselves is where where do identities come in, and, and how does this play? And um, when when we take such a huge field such as AI and look at the identity pieces, then As with any complex problem, I think that the best way to tackle a complex problem is by, so to speak, disassembling it into smaller pieces and then looking at the smaller pieces. And I believe there's a quite, quite a big range of use cases where identity plays into or plays into AI or the other way around. And I think it's not as easy as all these visionaries envisaged way back in science fiction in a movie that is as old as you and I, Martin, are, um, that there's a scene where the AI, the computer hell, uh, says as an I, sorry, Dave, I am afraid I can't do that. So 
two times the word I in there. Um, but the I way back then was just one computer. It was hell. I think the problem today when we look at machine learning at AI is much more complex. There are various types of identities when we talk about AI. What are these? Yeah. Well, what are these? I think this is, this is the big question. Um, and so when we when we look at this, then we are seeing also uh, more and more use cases where we, for instance, are using tools like like the large language models like ChatGPT in in concrete use cases, and that also then typically includes that we, for instance, uh, add something something which is called RAG, so where we then really start adding our own content in a more private manner. So it's not the one chat GPT again only we are working with, but we are we are using a, a sort of a mix of own private content, so to speak, which is protected and other content. And that already means that that uh, also chat GPT in some way or the solution is acting in a in a specific incarnation. It's not the chat GPT which then would may say I as ChatGPT will do that, but it's it's really multiple incarnations of that. And I think this is this is part of part of it. But I think we also need to think a bit further. And when we think about AI, then it means we as humans may at some point have something, an avatar, an agent, whatever, that acts on behalf of us. So there's Martin and there's Martin Martin's avatar, or there maybe are many avatars of Martin. And so then we have already identities we need for these avatars, which are linked, that's a relationship thing, which are linked to Martin's identity. And that means we need to understand how these relate, but also what, that's then the next question, what are these avatars allowed to do or not? On the other hand, when we look at, uh, for instance, let's say connected vehicles, uh, smart traffic, then we have a lot of autonomous entities that are communicating with, with, with each other, not only the vehicles, but also traffic control systems with or the entities within traffic control systems, etc. And then things are communicating and these things have identities and by the way oh there's still someone in the vehicle today usually it's a driver that is still responsible that has a very interesting relationship to the vehicle about what the vehicle uh, is allowed to do and where the driver needs to step in actively etc and again we we need to understand this we need to understand which identities are are there which how are they related? And also who has control about this? What are they entitled to do or not? Um, then going further down, and that goes surely beyond identity, but it also has to do with the identities. There are uh, legal aspects, liability aspects, etc. So I think what we really need to do is we need to deconstruct this and look at different types of use cases to understand, um, so to speak, which types of identities we need and which relationships they will have. And this is a, I think it becomes obvious from, from the first few things I've mentioned 
this is a very huge challenge and it's a complex challenge because it means we're talking about identities of things, identity of humans, identity of let's call it the broadest and services. So the, the avatars, et cetera, in some way are our services. Um, we talk about relationships and we talk about a lot of things around entitlements and about liability, et cetera, et cetera, and trust at the end of the day. Can I trust the avatar of Martin? Exactly. And I think um, when we talk about traditional, in air quotes, um, identity management, we are talking about people being represented in systems. So we get to these traditional things that we all know about, about life cycle processes, about uh, understanding what, uh, uh, what trust means, how secure, how trustworthy an onboarding process was. And I think all of this including access, but also, as you said, liability, trust, responsibility, and traceability afterwards. These are aspects that we know from traditional identity management. When we talk about people, this was Matthias who committed that action within that system. And that exactly needs to be mapped to an artificial identity world, but appropriately. Understanding their individual life cycles, their individual access, there is a relationship to, to other identities, including human ones. Um, and I think we can only today in this p podcast just scratch yeah. the surface of that topic. But it's getting much and much more important when we talk about identities, because tomorrow we will be asked who approved that loan request. And if it was an AI, if this is possible, it should be documented somewhere because the auditors will want to know. I think map, this is a way too weak term here. Because in, in some way, it still still resembles or, or means oh, we, we, we use what we know today and we apply it to it. I think it's way more about evolve. So, um, and this is not, not limited to the AI part. It's including the identity of things, the dealing with autonomous systems, with digital doubles and maybe also digital twins, which are two different things. So the digital double is more my avatar for me. The digital twin is something which is more used in the IoT and, and the OT and the technology world, et cetera, where, where it comes to, to representing uh, physical goods in, in a sort of as a, a software, as the digital twin of the physical thing. Um, so at the end of the day, I think it's it's more complex because it's also about way more complex relationships. On the other hand, I strongly believe we can benefit from, from that when we do it right because that will, will enable us to, to have the means to, at the end, control the, the, the limits of AI, of autonomous entities, um, way better than when we don't have this concept of identity and access entitlements, however we'd call it, uh, not a place. We, we need it, I think, to, to, to make it work, and we need it from the very beginning. And we need to understand that there are, for instance, different incarnations of AIs, that they are acting in different ways, depending on, on who, so to speak, owns or controls them or... or um, yeah, so is the current uh, user, the current owner, again, two different concepts. Well, this is, I think, a lot of work, a lot of um, stuff we need to think about, but I believe we can get 
um, we, we, we need to do it to build the foundation for, uh, for, for governance and control and security of what we are currently developing in various areas. Right, and what we are observing in some areas at least is still some kind of Wild West period of uh, integrating machine learning AI into our business processes. And as, you, as you've mentioned, getting a grip on responsibility, on compliance, on control, on management of that starts with adding a unique identity and identification to a process that is acting either autonomously or on behalf of a person, even if that scales at a very a large, large um, level, if there is uh, lots of volatility in there, we need to understand um, what responsibility, what control, what compliance means also in that area. And it's not only a mapping, you're right, it's translating the principles that we've learned before to a changing world, including these new types of identities. Yeah. And we need to understand how to map them. And the entire thing is really huge. And I think this is something we also need to understand. And, and we probably also need some means of, um, I think ITDR isn't exactly the, 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 the right name then, identity threat detection response, but the, the analytical capabilities of um, is something, be it an avatar, be it a piece of autonomous uh, devices that are acting on behalf of me, then I, I also should learn about, oh, this is going off limits, so to speak. It, it can't be just that we say, okay, let's do this thing uh, happening or on behalf of the organization, uh, working on behalf of the organization. We need um, mechanisms that also build a control layer here. Right. And if you just drill it down to one simple example, if I have a support case with a product that I've just bought and I go to the website of an organization and there's a chatbot and that chatbot acts upon uh, on behalf mm -hmm. of the of the organization and it gives some information to me and I act upon that and something goes wrong or the, the product is, is broken or it's just plain wrong or even um, maybe um, mentioned in a way that is inappropriate towards a human person, there needs to be responsibility. If this, if this chatbot misbehaves, if it gives false information, there's liability. So it has to have an identity. It needs to be understood what went wrong. And the organization after that needs to take responsibility. So there is an identity to that chatbot. Yeah. And there, there might be even, even uh, again, somewhat complex relations because there might be someone who provides the chatbot and so to speak even manages manages the chatbot on behalf of someone else, etc. So when I when I when I make an appointment with a doctor, there tends increasingly to be a chatbot when I do that online. So and that there's a service provider behind that chatbot. So there's the service provider, there's the doctor, or many doctors, and me. And many other patients. In, by the way, um, an area which is uh, also quite sensitive from the privacy aspects. So I think a ton of interesting questions. The 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 best way to tackle it to to come back to that is to really understand. On one hand, what do we need from a I would say a control and governance perspective, and on the other hand, to sort of deconstruct the entire thing, disassemble the entire thing into the use cases, into 
smaller pieces we can better understand. They sometimes still are very big. When you look at smart traffic, again, you need to disassemble smart traffic into pieces to get a grip on it because it's so complex, because it's not the connected vehicle. The connected vehicle is, a, is a, from an identity perspective, a co very complex network of connected things with their identity and parties around it, humans, organizations, etc., insurance companies, leasing companies, drivers, um, police, whoever. And this is, I think, where we really need to start. We need to understand identity is a key element in addressing security and safety for our future AI-powered connected world. And we need to understand which roles, role it plays and can play in which use case. And how do we sort of have this control and governance planes set up that really make it work? Yeah, and I'll leave it with that. I think that really um, sh has shown the scope of what we are talking about. If somebody thinks that that identity is a solved problem, yes, it might it might be for people, but there are a lot more identities that we need to consider. And we just watch this space. We at Kuping are coal analysts. We will we will work in that area and hope and and hope to support you in that. We will cover that area. And um, we will continue that work. So watch this space. Um, AI identities or A identities, as Martin, as you have, have coined it, uh, I think this will be a topic that will evolve um, very strongly. And we will have the need for identities to achieve a proper management and control of these AI identities wherever necessary. Thank you very much, Martin, for being my guest today. Any final thoughts? Um. Many, but I think too many to to bring all them up. Um, I think it's very important start thinking about thinking about AI identity. Uh, take this earnest. It's important to make all this so to to unveil the potential of AI and, and other emerging technologies uh, without losing control. Thank you, Matthias, for inviting me. Thank you very much, Martin. Bye bye. Okay. Bye.